Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. Hello, it's Survivor 43 time and we've had... Uh, uh, a, a a summer of no recording. Oh my gosh, this has but been the longest back. break we've had. Yeah, and not only just like a break from recording, but we've hardly even heard from each other. Yeah, we've barely chatted this summer. We yeah. live on. <laughs> we might as well live on different cities for the how far away from each other we live in the city. <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't seen each other. We've uh, barely heard from each other. We've just been swept up in the madness of it all it's been a a long a long but fast summer you know Mm -hmm. i know how was yours how was your summer oh my god it's been a nightmare a nightmare oh yeah things are uh tussling in all which ways every which way but loose if uh if you know what i mean i've been taking care of an orangutan (laughs) Oh, okay. So is this a big bit? Am I, I was, I, I meant to, I was going to be like, are you all right? Is everything okay? <laughs> like, am I, am I a bad friend for not checking in enough? Uh, no, it, it's been, uh, a rough summer for various amount of reasons, mainly though, that I haven't seen my buddy Joel. Yeah, I know. I know. And I saw this, you is, this, this is where up. we turn it around the last day of August where we really, uh, um, make this summer matter. That's right. And I I uh, I did see you absolutely Joel light up when you saw me. Oh, on the on the uh, on the Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were chatting on the Zoom before the the listeners didn't get prime catch-up content of us actually catching up instead of us putting on our podcast voice to catch up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. But hey, listen. This is uh we still have so much to catch up on including the cast drop. They dropped. Yeah, I the know. Cast. Survivor. Not only is Survivor back, but Survivor is a thing in my life now because I have, I, for whatever reason, was a little burned out after forty two, and I usually watch a lot of Survivor, but I did not watch an episode since the final episode of forty two aired. Can you believe that? Well, I, I got something uh, to inform you of. Mm-hmm. It's a big offense to not watch Survivor, Joel, mm-hmm. as a Survivor fan. So mm-hmm. guess what, buddy? You're canceled. I'm taking they're taking my card away. Yep. Did you watch Survivor? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're the perfect two people to be hosting a podcast about Survivor. Two people that hasn't haven't watched it. But we have a new cast up. I watched. Here's the first Survivor content I've watched in months is uh the videos all the videos are up on tvline.com slash list slash survivor dash season dash 43 dash cast dash photos dash bios dash videos slash james jones oh that's just where i am right now and i scroll up geo Bousmanti. okay i see very very fun very fun they're out they're here and you've been watching all of the videos, Joel. That's right. I watched all of them. They're they're you know, they're nothing burgers. It's like 
my job as a so-and-so prepared me for survivor because of this and i tune out because it's like yeah no you're not actually saying anything this is like i always don't like the those those video bios because it's like it's the first time they're talking to a camera the game's not on yet they're just they're maybe even like inside their heads like is casting going to if i don't do well at this they're gonna they're gonna throw me off they're not gonna put me on the island all this stuff they're just amping up just being like i don't know i think like they, they actually all think that if they mess up their interview then they're screwed well it just always feels like more of audition vibes like a job interview than an actual like somebody actually talking talking the way they actually are you know what i mean right um but uh yeah the, 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 there's a couple interesting videos but no I, I mean last year the mike turner video like made me a turner stand for the rest of the season it was like one of the best intro videos ever but uh none of them are like that this well season. the mike turner video made you a hooch am i right exactly exactly i'm forever a hooch <laughs> I, and i only drink hooch that's right hey do you want to um, go through these people all of a sudden pardon me you want to go through these people? Already? So, yeah. So now we're on EW.com. I've watched all the videos. Cody, I don't think has, you've you've looked at their names, I bet. No, barely. Yeah, I saw there was a Cody. <laughs> OK, and uh, so we're going to go through the the uh, bios here on EW.com, much like you would at home, except we're going to talk through it and maybe make some jokes and uh we're 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 gonna try and make it good podcast so we're not just like reading it across but we'll you know we'll 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 have some fun we'll see what we'll see what stands out okay so we're on ew.com we're on the slideshow here um first of all the first slide it says cutthroat island right yeah cutthroat island meet the 18 people who will be doing battle when survivor 43 premieres september 21st on our buddy's island what do you think of that what do you think that means do you think jeff is gonna slit people's throats oh yeah and watch michael myers i i think here's the thing you call something cutthroat island and what i've noticed on survivor is that there's at least 25 percent of the cast that are going to take the name of this season very seriously Mm-hmm. Well, we're playing on Cutthroat Island, Jeff, so that means that we need to cut throat. But isn't there a Matthew Modine movie called Cutthroat Island? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not entirely sure about that. You're not a big Modine head? Yes, it's directed by Rennie Harland. Cutthroat Island, Gina Davis, Matthew Modine, Franklin Jella, Christopher Masterson from uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Franklin Jella, um, isn't he canceled? Yeah, well, he wasn't in 1995. How dare they put him in a movie back then? Yeah, I know. Um, but Gina Davis is in it. I've not seen this movie, though. I'm a big Rennie Harland head. But I think this is the movie that uh, put Rennie Harland in director jail for a while. Man, oh, man. A colossal bomb. Well, uh, bomb. Uh, canceling director jail. Is that <laughs> a little bit of foreshadowing for what's going to happen in this season? well i hope not <laughs> i hope not yeah i mean cutthroat island was is like a notorious bomb and i just i don't know why jeff was like maybe he was watching it was like oh it's underrated we should name our season after that no i i, I think that they probably know 
that people take the names very seriously. And after last season, perhaps they were like, that was a little bit too kind of a season. I think we pointed it out many times for season 42 that it was a very um, loving, almost supportive cast. I would Except say in the off season. Why? What's been going on? All the Drea stuff. What's happening with Drea? Drea and Omer got in a big feud. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, it me honestly, it turned this. me off. I was like, fuck, this is depressing. What what happened? What Give me the juice. Omer said in an exit interview that Drea turned the Ponderosa jury uh, on him. Uh, and uh, in his he said they were lies, saying that she told everyone that he would uh, use his um, prayer time to find out what time of day it was from the um production he also said that he that she said that he was systematically taking out the people of color um and he he believed she was spreading these lies and he said that he uh heard that from a few people but i will say drea denied it they deleted that segment from his exit interview from rhcp um oh i thought mimi was coming in to tell me not to spill the tea about this but she's coming to grab her laundry it's it seems um uh or, or i thought maybe it was it was the cancel police coming in to cancel me once and for all and she just dropped her brush and she's still walking around like i'm not gonna call her out on this she's like tiptoeing they know that you're in the room now maybe she was waving now this is um, great content <laughs> hi cody <laughs> hey uh, Anyway, yeah, that uh, that happened uh, during Exit Press, and it was depressing for me. I uh, I kind of got kind of ter- like, cause I, I kind of liked that the cast kind of felt like they were all friends, and that uh, that depressed me. That is a little bit sad, and it was it's like kind of two seasons in a row where shit like that has happened. I don't know. It just I I I, I kind of had to like. Maybe that's why I also kind of took a step back is just like it just all felt a little real to me. And I just kind of was just like, I know we've been podcasting for a few years now and I I feel very sort of in in the know more and more uh, just just so I can feel like I'm doing well podcasting. And the more in the know I get, the more sort of like not tainted, not sour grapes or anything. And this is maybe. Maybe should have been an off mic conversation so our listeners aren't hearing me saying that I'm sour. I wouldn't say that I'm sour. I just needed to take a step back for the summer because I just felt a little depressed about it. Wow. I didn't I didn't know that you had uh, so much invested in the Omer and Drea relationship. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, I I, I shipped them (laughs) too hard, even though they both were in relationships outside the game. Um, uh, no, I, uh, I don't know why I just, I just, I get, get, just felt a little, a little weird that that something like that would happen and on Ponderosa and just like, I don't know, it's kind of shitty. So I just was like, and eh, same sort of thing that happened. I, it is not the same, but like after watching like game changers with the Zeke and Varner stuff and like, uh, Island of the Idols with the. Dan stuff I sort of just was like fuck 
sucks when like real life kind of ruins the game a bit. Well, I'd uh, hopefully cutthroat Island. Maybe the thing was that it was too kind mm-hmm. during the season and that people just wanted to go out for blood and they didn't get enough of it in the season. So, yeah, and I hope the there's no sour grapes with all these customers. I hope the main th- main takeaway is that they can stab each other in the back, play the game and not take it fucking personally. And I, I hope they can just stay in the game and play the game, you know? Well, that's what I like. I really love watching the show. I wanted I want to put that out there and maybe seem a little sour right now. I'm a, a, maybe a little low energy as well, but I do. I love the show. I can't wait to watch more of it. I'm very excited, but I might just, you know, not be not being involved, not involving myself in Survivor Twitter as much and all this stuff, like the discourse I'm a little sick of. Russell Hans just commented on this podcast and did the Titanic sinking over. Yeah, saying that. exactly. I know I, I it's it's kind of ironic for me to be like, I want to get away from the discourse while I'm on a mic <laughs> <laughs> podcasting about Survivor. Anyway, so it's Cutthroat Island. And another thing I saw a Twitter video is just like uh, from the Survivor Twitter tw- uh, Survivor being like, this season is all about pushing people to their limit. It's like, isn't fucking every season about that? <laughs> is every season is like the twists this year is they're going to be even more tired. We're going to push them even harder. And then like every time they like push them harder, they like we're like, okay, we maybe pushed you a bit too hard. You don't need to carry the ladder anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, at least it's not Island of the Medivacs. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's... That's what they want, though, isn't it? Like, like That's good drama. That's good TV. Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. Do you want to go do the... Do you have anything to say? No, I'm uh, I'm ready for what's to come. Okay, your first, our first person. Um, well, we'll talk about what tribes they're on at the end. We'll read where we'll find out whatever. Once we get to know everyone, we'll we'll put them together on the same tribe. I don't think this is in any order of tribe, is it? No, I don't believe so. So we have Neka here, Neka Ajiri, Ajiri, um, forty-three years old from Texas, pharmacist, pharmacist. Hmm can read bad handwriting i think there's there's a doctor on the cast so she can at least read his handwriting if jeff is like what does this say she can she can say oh that's what that says imagine that's a challenge (laughs) reading a doctor's handwriting uh what other what other things do pharmacists do they know a lot of like what what is organization all those like kind of yeah, you're right. Organization. But those like long words for like, you know, like Tylenol is a set of metaphene. Is that like Latin or like what is that? <laughs> like the uh, long terms for medicine? Like the names? Yeah, pro rabber prosol. I uh, think it's it's probably just English. Yeah, but why why is it so long and weird? to make it seem too complicated for us common folk to figure out why what 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 what, why don't they want us to figure it out well we're just a couple of simple bastards trying to take medicine off shelves but if we can't understand what the word is then maybe we won't take it 
Yeah, I guess. Um, uh, that's probably not what would stop me, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> if I really wanted to take a drug, I wouldn't say, oh, this one, there's too many vowels in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the player that she thinks she's going to play most like is Sari. Mm, I love to connect and do so e- easily, and I will play hard without seeming to on the surface. Okay. Um, I think a couple people put Sari as their person. Her hero is her dad. Good answer. Um, also, I, I, what I would like, who is your hero? Not your mom or dad. Not someone you know, your hero. So we get more like, remember Jonathan's, like, his hero was Jake the Snake or whatever? I think it was Lex Luger. Lex Luger, right. And uh, I don't know. It it's it gets us. It lets us get to know. If she says her dad, I'm like, oh yeah, I know your dad. I know why he would be your hero. You know. But who's your hero, Joel? Uh, my dad. <laughs> That's what. Other I other than my dad. Uh yeah. My mom. <laughs> uh, oh, perfect. I don't know. Probably uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> No, um, almost. <laughs> well, uh, she believes that she can win Survivor because she can accomplish anything that she sets her mind to. Right. And her her but her accomplishment she's most proud of is her husband. Her husband, her sorry, her family, her husband. And she have made it through some rough times and have three amazing children. So honestly. Was- I, I'm going to be a little bit harsh here because I don't know anything about them. So I'm going to be straight up here. Okay. Nika, boring answers. Yes. Let's be honest. Nothing, I mean, it's it's very sort of like down the middle. We know that yeah, we're not really getting to know Nika. I feel like she had some personality in her video. Good for her. I like that she's 43. You know, I wonder if she'll like uh be the mom of her tribe or whether if there's someone older on her tribe i don't know i think it's a pretty 20s cast from what i saw from the video well based off the first two people it's not all right we're moving on yeah because i'll uh i'll handle mike gabler or just gabler yeah mike gabler gabler texas as well hometown texas current residence idaho uh, heart valve specialist. Okay, so there you go. There, maybe he's the one writing prescriptions. So hunting, fishing, camping—that's perfect. That those hobbies uh, align well. And maybe like the fishing thing works with the heart valve specialist because like the heart is like many rivers, like all the blood streams and stuff, all the veins. There's like all the rivers, and with fishing, you're like kind of tracking the streams where the fish are gonna come. And his pet peeves are men in skinny jeans. He's going to hate, hate us. You'd hate us. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I wouldn't say that I wear. Sometimes I wear skinny pants, but why does he hate men in skinny jeans? What's skinnier? He's wearing than... like tight shorts in this picture. What's skinnier than skinny jeans? That's what you wear. Very skin tight. Oh, yeah. Spandex. <laughs> yeah, but they're still jeans. Yeah, yeah, spandex jeans. They're not they're not jeggings either. They are denim. Pure denim. Remember uh, jeggings? Oh, who doesn't? I wonder I st- how he feels about jeggings. 
I think that that should be one of the questions in the questionnaire. He not something we would never know by looking from at you. What do you feel? How do you feel about jeggings? (laughs) So he specifically says men in skinny jeans. So he has no problem with females in skinny jeans. It seems it's I'm sorry. I I hate to jump to this, but it, it feels a little homophobic. Mm-hmm. It, it it there's undertones. Yeah. Um, and most of some people would call us woke for saying that. <laughs> uh, most proud of his family. Boring. Yep. What is something we would never know from looking at you? Uh, as social as I am, I enjoy time alone. I'm also more sensitive than most think. I feel like that's every like manly man's answer to this question um fathers is hero lame uh which past survivor will you play most like sandra right place the right time she had a phenomenal strategy and gameplay okay not a bad answer yeah but it, it's kind of like oh who's the who's the best that's who i am yeah okay so this is his answer to this last question why do you believe you can be the sole survivor yes <laughs> Didn't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite get that one. <laughs> Why do you believe that you will be an annoying man? Um, no, I, <laughs> by looking at him, I kind of want him to be a little bit more of a personality than his uh, bios shows. And his video also showed him to be a little calmer, maybe not as outgoing as i want him to be apparently he also has lots of tattoos on his arms so he in his video he talks about how he knows people are gonna see him a certain way um well rightfully so if he's judging all the men in skinny jeans yeah uh who's who's the next one we have here because overall gabler i don't know i'm not no uh, not i i don't love gabler uh, we have an ad for pants. No skinny jeans, though. Um, after that, Noel Lambert. Okay, this is this is definitely somebody who popped in the videos, mostly because it wasn't just about her job. It was about her leg and uh, how she has a... Uh, do you call that a bionic leg? What's the, the proper term for that? But uh, prosthetic... Um, and she won a gold medal in the in track and field para uh, the the Paralympics in in China, I think she said in her video. So this is uh, definitely uh, uh, not the first um, uh, amputee to uh, be on Survivor, but uh, hopefully definitely... people are nicer to her than they were to Kelly to Kelly <laughs> and. Hopefully she has more of a personality on the show than Chad did in season nine. Um, so uh, she's tenacious, outgoing and determined. She likes snowboarding, traveling, hanging with friends. Pet peeves are lazy people, slow drivers and phony people. She's a regular Holden Caulfield. <laughs> um. She had her leg amputated in 2016, Cody. You know what year that what happened? What else happened that year? 
is that the year of the Boston Marathon? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, well, she said in her video, it's not because I think that was 2012. But anyway, um, because I would remember hearing about that in my dorm. Might have been 2013. Uh, but uh, tw- uh, 2016 is the year Trump was elected. Oh. Donald Trump was elected to the are Oval you, Office. Are you correlating something? The 45th president of the United States. You beat Hillary Clinton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, her heroes are a lacrosse player then got into track and field after her leg was amputated that's what I found out in her video do you think with uh, her heroes her mom as well do you oh, think okay. that they're going to get into a fight about who has the best mom and dad on the island well if only if someone's like they all go around saying who their hero is and one person's like, hey, why is all your heroes your parents and not mine? That doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> that we're all supposed to have the same hero. Um, I, I get it. You love your mom. I would like to play a similar game as Kelly Wentworth on her second season. I Kind of a, a, a shade toss at her first and third. Especially her third. Um, because, you know, she actually had the chance to play in that game and yeah, her tribe mates didn't think she was a big threat, but she found hidden immunity idols and created blind sides to further herself in the game. Okay. Kelly Wentworth is a good one. Yeah, I like it's, Kelly. It's interesting, too. Um, I think, especially choosing one season for the person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, show, it, it also shows that she's a fan, so that's a good, good... Uh, uh, I'm getting the vibe that Cutthroat Island is going to be good for. Her. Yeah, I just watched a couple of Halloween movies. Watched Halloween H2O last night, and I watched Halloween Six today. Um, what? What? Uh, Michael, there's a lot of cut cutthroating. Okay, cutting. okay. I was wondering how we got to you watching Halloween. I I feel like you watch those movies quite a bit. I do, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also. I was going to say, you asked me who my hero was. Right. It's uh, Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Dr. Loomis. Dr. Loomis. He's pure evil. Okay. Owen Knight. I actually like this guy. He seemed cool. Um, 30 years old. Lives in New Orleans. New Orleans. College admissions directors, hobbies, backpacking, hiking, video games, taking and coaching fitness classes. He, he likes seems taking like a, them too. He likes. He likes Malcolm. Them? You know, he's going to be one of those guys. Yeah, he he takes them and he coaches them. By taking fitness classes, are you like taking them from someone else? You're like stealing them from somebody. I know that uh, Mark Wahlberg did a fitness class in Toronto today. Surprised, maybe. Something like that. I'm sure Mark Wahlberg. Wahlbergers? Yeah, he was at a local Wahlberger on John Street and uh, started a fitness class. No, he went and he was like part of it. He wasn't even the teacher. Oh. So I wonder if if like he was take he he did that today because he read the Owen Knight's bio and was like taking fitness classes. That's a good idea. I should do that. I should take that. From a uh, Torontonian. 
You said he was playing like uh, Malcolm, but he likes Adam Klein. Oh, oh, okay. Because in his video, he said Malcolm. In his video, he said Malcolm. So Malcolm and Adam are good. Are good because I think people are going to see him as more of a Malcolm. And maybe if he wants to play like Adam, that's that's good. Hero is parents again. Okay, can we stop this? I am sick of this for sure. And I don't like as soon as I see that, I don't want to read because it's just going to be the same bullshit. They are kind, hardworking and dedicated to one another. Yeah. Okay. sure. You're just saying that. So they're not mad at you when they get when you get home. Why didn't you put me as your hero? Uh, Pet peeves, people who are entitled and people who don't know what to do at a four way stop. A lot of driving pet peeves. And I will say as somebody who's been driving a van all summer, I do have a few driving pet peeves now. <laughs> Would you make your pet peeves for your bio to be like survivor relevant, though? Wouldn't you do that? Um, Wouldn't you know, like just as a person that reads I will this, say, like, I, I feel like I've said this on other cast assessment videos, but the whole concept of pet peeves bothers me. It's like my pet peeve is pet peeves. <laughs> well, <laughs> because it's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't know. I, I think, will say the driving pet peeves are different, though. I do hate when people don't put on their turning signals when they change lanes. I think, well, his is driving and entitled people like that. Yeah, pretty... like people like I don't know. I remember I think it was Jack from uh, Survivor Island of the Idols. His pet peeve was was joggers running in place at at a crosswalk. It's like, why do you fucking care about that? <laughs> why does that bother you my man people people who men who wear skinny jeans why does you why is that your pet peeve that makes you as mad as i get mad when people don't put on a turning signal when they change lanes you yeah, kidding I, me man this is a matter of safety and a matter of you looking at a, the 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 cusp of a man's leg because if we were dealing with if um what's his face mr i hate skinny jeans uh gabler gabler if he was on a season now with brad culpepper we'd be mm. like oh okay these guys are gonna go at it because of brad wearing his red skinny jeans they would be nemesis by looking at them you might think they'd get along but no he'd no. be like well here's this uh pro nfler that's okay with wearing skinny jeans it might put him into a, a tailspin mm-hmm um, but, uh, yeah, I guess I, I, I like, uh, I like Owen. That's a his video is good. He's got a good, um, if I personality, if I see the next person puts parents on there, mom, dad, any family member, I'm going to punch, I'm going to punch the mic. I'll, I'll, I'll freak out. I will freak out. Um, Strategically, he's he's saying it like there's a big it's the opposite of Gabler when they ask, why do you believe you can be the sole survivor? He gives a big answer and not just the word. Yes, and I preferred Gabler's and it, it allowed us to move on. Yeah, it was it was better for what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, next up, Justine Brennan, 29. Justine. Yes, California. This is, I, I think she'll be um, uh, good. I think she'll be good. Uh, she's from California. She's a cybersecurity sales person. She says in her video that that's a very male dominated industry. So she needs to, you know, 
deal with that. She's good. She, I don't know. I don't know. Should I can't remember how she, but that's, you know, whatever. Um, uh, people underestimate her, blah, 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 but she's a very strong woman. Anyway, go ahead. The pet peeves are mm-hmm. when people walk slowly in front of you. And when you open the door for someone and they don't say thank you. Uh Now, I remember that the moment that the Saw movies kind of jumped the shark was that one of the people didn't say thank you when the door was opened. And that's why they got put into the trap. Yeah. And that's why they got put in the trap. It's like sometimes it's like you killed your newborn on purpose and other (laughs) times. Like I held the door open for you and you didn't say thank you. <laughs> I don't remember that. What movie is that in? I think it's in the newest one. I think it's I in... didn't watch the newest one. That's insane though. Yeah. In 2021. <laughs> that maybe that's like, why okay. Will Smith slapped Chris Lock. Chris Lock. <laughs> Chris Rock. Um uh because would, he didn't say thank you. Would you have got if, what if Will Smith uh, did slap past guest of the podcast, Chris Locke? Would you <laughs> would be? I, I would actually I would I'd be mad. I would. <laughs> I wouldn't forgive him. Nothing more exciting no would happen throughout the Toronto comedy community. Not that we'd be happy to see Chris Locke get slapped, but that something like that would happen. Yeah, that'd be Hopefully high it profile would be good for Chris's career not that it's doesn't he's doing well for himself anyway um I'm proudest accomplishments my parents let me borrow their 20 year old lexus suv a few years back and i immediately ran the passenger side door into a four this is her proudest accomplishment <laughs> four inch tall concrete pole by making a sharp right turn and not seeing it in my blind spot that kind of happened to me the other day to fix the destroyed door would have cost more money than the car was worth, so I looked at websites of a few junkyards, found one that had a 2000 gold Lexus LX471, bargained it down to 750 to 400 and installed the new door on Thanksgiving Day. Aside from the passenger window not being tinted, it was like the accident never happened. Why does your parents have tinted windows? Okay, nerd. Yeah. Okay, car nerd. Yeah, her parents has tinted windows. Who are her parents? The I I almost crew. I think that this is like the the least relatable accomplishment I can ever think it's, of. I, it's it's a it's it's her being like a bargain queen. I I kind of like that. It's kind of cool. Maybe she'll uh, be able to bargain like that. Yeah, maybe if they go to town like Lex and the goat, or uh, Rupert in the shoes, she can do something like that. Bargain. Uh, so uh, she thinks uh, something that uh, they'd never know from looking at you. Uh, think that she looks like an unathletic girly girl, but her dad raised her to be the son he never had. Grew up racing dirt bikes and going to fishing derbies. And at my high school traditional junior versus senior girls powder puff football game, I put a girl in a headlock and tackled her to the ground. I think that's an illegal tackle. And then she says that the survivor she'd like to play the game most like is Kelly or Joe Anglin. So was she at January 6th? Is that what she's telling us? She did she tackle did she tackle Nancy Pelosi? Well, and her hero, it says it's her dad. 
I know. I, I'm I'm about to lose it with these fucking parents. They need to stop it with this hero bullshit. I hope everyone heard me punch my mic as hard as I, I did. Can. I saw it, but I also heard it. I I hope that also uh, my voice doesn't come through properly for the rest of the episode because yeah, <laughs> Cody very obviously broke his mic there. Are you ready to move on? Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, let's get out of this. Joe Anglem, get out of here. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, it's, it's do the it. first survivor named Cody, if I'm not mistaken, right? Other I, than John and Candace Cody. I believe I believe so. This is my representation. This is the most diverse season of Survivor. Because there's actually someone named Cody in it. I will say when I think of somebody with the name Cody, I picture this man. And uh, (laughs) no, he's like he lives in Hawaii. He's like a fucking surfer, bro. And he like, do not think I fit my name. I. I just mean like What's growing up here? <laughs> growing up all the kids shows Cody was like the skateboarder like uh what are you trying to say cool guy <laughs> you're like you collect pop toys <laughs> what the hell and you have two podcasts hey what do you think my name should be uh dan dan oh no, not dan how about this uh dan spilo no dan spilo no uh your two podcasts collects pop toys works at a vegan restaurant um kieran Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Helder. Well, you definitely suit the name Joel because you just smashed my head into a log. <laughs> yeah, your name's Chet. <laughs> uh, Cody's in elevator sales. Right. He's in elevator sales. The funny, the, the other guy that I work, no, not work, that I know that works in elevator, the elevator business is like, like tattoos, like cool guy, like surfer type. Um, His pet peeves are lazy people, social mm-hmm. media addicts, and clipping nails in a public location. That's pretty gross. I bite my nails sometimes when I'm yeah, in public. Yeah, you're all of his pet peeves. You're a social media addict. You think so? Yeah. I, I guess I'm slightly addicted to it. Not as much as other people I know, though. And they out them. Do you think I'm lazy? Um, I hate to say it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not not lazy, but, you know. <laughs> Uh, accomplishments that he's most proud of, really proud of his relationship with his friends and family. What uh, the hell? Uh. Oh, fuck. His hero is not his parents. His hero is Devin Yadoff, a best friend of his who passed away from cancer in high school. He lost his loss, lit a fire in me. 
at a very young age, the fire continues to drive me to live my life differently. And my parents, oh, never mind. But anyway, the, the Devin story is very nice. Um, I, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good story to tell. Um, uh, we'll play most like Malcolm. Mm hmm. He was phys- likable, physically skilled, humble player. Malcolm is like good to say other than Ozzy because Malcolm bit more self-aware but more strategic so and better so definitely better social game than ozzy so i don't know like if you it like if you're gonna pick one of the good looking strong guys to play like i think malcolm is the better option fair enough um so anyway Soul Survivor, why are they going to be that? I know that Survivor and I were meant for each other. Just took us 20 years to realize it. Yeah. Oh, here's something. Several of his bottom teeth, bottom front teeth are fake. When he was a kid, his older brother strapped him into a sled behind an ATV in a frozen cornfield and the sled tipped, flipped over. Oh, and he landed chomping on a big frozen corn. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, oh, mm, it's good. It's a corn popsicle, but my teeth hurt. So up next, Cody, it's uh, whatever the uh, the hero thing It was the best one yet. Yeah. I'm hoping we can get better than that. Uh, yeah, I hope that we can see someone that he doesn't know that I know who they are. Um, okay, we got Philadelphia Mariah. Very colorful. A teacher, and she's dressed like Miss Frizzle. Okay. Her, her line in her video, her, she may have the more memorable video because she's like, it'll be, I'll be the, she was saying that she'll be the face of the season and it'll be four, like, drop the four, keep the me. No, sorry, drop the three, keep the me. So it's like four and then her. <laughs> That's how we're going to remember 43. Um, <laughs> um, her pet peeves are negative Nancy's Debbie Downers and Billy Bullies. Yeah, it should have been Billy Bullies. <laughs> or if she wanted to keep it with the female name, Betty Bully. <laughs> One of the words to describe her is colorful. And it's like, yeah, OK, I guess that's for all the colorblind people out there. Um, A lot of the 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 proud accomplishment is like just like building a life like she yeah. says she's proud of the life she's building with her fiance. So many people said their family, their like relationships with their family, all this stuff. It's like, yeah, it's just so, a cop out. It's maybe, a cop out. Maybe at the end of this, if we can get through this quickly, we'll say our answers for this, what they would be. Your your accomplishment you're most proud of? Yeah. This podcast. It really? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, this podcast Twitter account. She's afraid of clowns. She's her own Why hero. She... She's her own fear and her own hero. Just by looking, <laughs> just by looking at her dress. Okay, it kind of looks like a clown. Just her dress, and uh, and the the fact it's colorful hair. That's something too. Yeah. Uh, she's her own hero. I say myself each and every time. But my mom is the ultimate hero. Fuck off. <laughs> Um, gonna pay uh play the most like James. 
Don't bite the apple. Stay true to your alliance as best you can and stick it out to the end. Okay, not going to be a strategic mastermind, it seems. This is not going to be a winner. This is no. not a winner. Um, Why do you believe you can be the uh, soul survivor? There isn't anything in the world that I cannot accomplish. My mindset has gotten me to the finish line of all my dreams. Plus, I'm super lovable and not an immediate threat and not a winner. We'll see. We'll see. Predictions she, late. She may stick it out. I think she is going to be a big character. She is. I don't think she's wrong when she says she may be the face of the season because she's a big personality. So, yeah. All right. Mariah. Thank you, Mariah. Next that, up, we got Sammy, the uh, youngest Sammy guy on the cast. Lilliati. 19 years old, Las Vegas pet cremator. What? Yeah, he <laughs> burns dead pets. And... <laughs> In the video, he gave some cockamamie reason why being a pet cremator will prepare him for the game of Survivor. And I was like, what the fuck? If you can burn a pet, you can certainly backstab someone at any time. Yeah. Imagine he's a pet cremator, but he just means for his own pets. (laughs) He's got got a match and a box out out back. Uh, Um, Pet peeve being woken up before noon on weekends. Okay, buddy. How are we going to hit up the good yard sales? Farmer's market guy. It's not a flea market guy. Uh, like I mean, I, I don't know if it's your day off. Wake up early so you have more shit to do. I don't know. He's probably a drinker. Um, and then his hero is his grandpa. Okay, a little different, but still. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Wentworth is a lot of. Uh, that's the third Kelly. Weird. Is that weird? Joel, and now answer me this. Have these people seen 41? They saw 41. Not 40. They they saw maybe the first few episodes of 42, but they did see 41. Okay. So they've seen 41. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to be interested to see the effect they of saw that. the rise and fall of Shan. <laughs> and the rise and fall of Brad Reese. Um, so... Hey. He, his proudest accomplishment is getting his Eagle Scout. What does that mean? It's like a, just some lame scout things. Probably tied a few nuts. Yeah. Climbed a fucking tree. I feel like we're being Debbie Downers. Mariah's yeah. going to be pissed. Mariah would fucking hate us. <laughs> we're being, you're Debbie Downer. I'm negative Nancy right now. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're just, and together we're... <laughs> We just want to see like someone, someone's hero be fucking Oprah or some shit. Yeah. Imagine you... somebody's like, my hero is uh, Kevin Bacon. We're like, yes. And he's like, because it's my dad. And we're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon's son is on the show. Uh, are we are we moving on from this guy? He's, he seems fine. He's, he's 19. He's, he's pretty overconfident in his video. And he's like, and but he's aware of his age and he's aware that like we are probably going to judge him for his age. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you also seem like a hot headed 19 year old. And I'm just not going to take you seriously. And you're probably not going to win, even if you no matter how many Eagle Scouts you get. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's move on. Sorry, we're going. Th- OK, Kayla Cruz, good boy, 28 years old. Current resident in Newark, Delaware, educational project manager, loves traveling, brunching, and karaoke. Um, 
and she's a vicious, gregarious, adaptable. Pet peeves, tardiness, pessimism, and slow drivers. Whoa. So she likes to go fast. She would get along with a certain Dom Toretto. <laughs> um, accomplishment most proud of. My parents are Mexican in- immigrants who became teenage parents at the age of 16. Why proud of them? Which led me to grow up in a low-income community where college was only a dream. Fortunately, school became a safe space for me where I felt loved, cared for, and seen. I recognized that through school, I could follow my passions and most importantly, get out of the hood. I'm proud to say I'm the first in my family to graduate from high school and the first to graduate from college. And I did it all with a full-ride scholarship from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Millennium Scholars Program. This queer Chicana did that. Thank you. I hope her hero is, is Bill Gates. Oh, it's not. Um, <laughs> I I do love that. That's that's a good accomplishment. That's actually a, a good accomplishment. It's not just like I, I have a, a husband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of my that me and my brother are close. We call each other. <laughs> I'm proud uh, of all the calls I made to my sister. Um, she's incredibly uh, competitive and an overachiever. So, she, this, she, I'm getting good vibes. What's that? I'm getting good vibes here. No, she'd be- definitely be a good uh, person to look at for a uh, fucking uh, fantasy draft. I think I'm I'm liking her too. Um, but the grandfather. What? Let's see. Immigrated to U.S. from Mexico to provide a better life for his family, and still, oh, it's the same old, nothing interesting. It was like my grandfather; he was he climbed Mount Everest or something. Not that that's not like, it's good. Listen, immigrating, very good. It's not not that it's like, not something to be proud of, but it's like he instead the and instilling in educational values. That's good, but also like, I want your hero to be you know fucking like a famous person who did something really cool that only a few people have done you know what i mean like um tom hanks making the five timers club in snl yeah exactly or like um octavia spencer winning the oscar for the help or uh and then being in ma a few years later or Sandra Bullock uh, winning best actress and worst actress in the same year. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Uh, Playing like Sari again. Another a lot of Sari, a lot of Kelly Wentworth. Mm -hmm. Did they ever play together? No, no. um, Interesting pick. Sari is a, a good fit. I think here makes me like her. But here's the thing about Sari and Kelly. They didn't win, my love. That's they're both true. they're both thought of as like the people who could have won their seasons. Would you choose a winner for the win. player you're gonna play like? Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. I would choose a uh, coach. Okay, adaptable. Yes, <laughs> and um, my ancestors have my back. That's nice. You're gonna be a spiritual player, That's maybe. Cool. Um, maybe uh, someone will hide her underwear and she'll ask her ancestors to find it. (laughs) 
Ryan Medrano. 25. What Warehouse is, associate. What a nice smile. Yeah. I like this guy. Charismatic. You can tell right out of the picture he's charismatic. Yeah. Big smile. He, yeah, he seems like the kind of guy that's going to be a big personality on his camp and people are going to like him just by looking at him. But, you know, don't judge a book by his cover, but those are nice things to say. Oh, um, accomplishment. Wow. Or what are you looking at? Oh, I was looking at the what people wouldn't know about him. I was born three months early with mild cerebral palsy. Doctor said I would never walk, but after four years of therapy, I was finally able to. Oh, that's cool. We're going to get an emotional story there. We're going to get oh, a yeah. package. And he's hiking the mountain to get to a ship's wheel. <laughs> that's another thing. I hope they don't do that again. They're doing the three tribe thing again. I hope it's not just a fucking another cookie cutter clone of 41, 42. I don't need that. Yeah. Um, um, hero, father. Uh-huh. Uh, past survivor, will you, <laughs> you'll play the game most like Rupert. Oh, you rang. <laughs> he, he wants, I like this guy. He wants to provide food like you did, Rupe. I love that. I just don't. I hope he doesn't lose the fishing thing. Well, he's a he's a triple threat, Rupert. Would you call yourself a triple threat? Uh, in that I've been threatened three times uh, <laughs> to death by uh, uh, the ghost of Rudy Bosch. Yes, <laughs> I didn't. I it's been a while since I've talked to you. I didn't know it got this hostile. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're going through some stuff right now. It's been a weird summer. Uh, we'll get a whole season. Uh, Hear about that, I guess. Well, it's not. He doesn't threaten me. He threatens me with, you know, all his friends from the the Navy. He's he knows some friends that'll take care of me. I, it's very scary. Well, uh, Rupi, do you think that it's wise for him to say he's going to play like you? I don't think that. No offense, buddy, but hey, I've had a very interesting life outside the game, as we've found out in all the seasons of you chatting with me. Yeah, outside the game is key. Been invited back three times, okay? And yes, it was diminishing returns. Each time was worse and worse. You've been invited back four times. Three three times. I've been back three times. Oh, been on four. You've times. been yes, right. Never mind. Invited yeah, back's okay. the key. Sorry, Rupi. I'm uh I'm, I'm fog brained right now. You've had a rough summer too, I guess. You've been hanging out with the ghost of Rudy Bosch, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's really been smoking a lot of weed around me. That's him. That's classic him. Well, uh, the next person up here, we got Lindsay Carmine. Okay, I got to go. See ya. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, Lindsay Carmine. Another Lindsay. Uh, yeah, 42 years old. Pediatric nurse. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I, the hobbies, oh, lots of hobbies. Yeah, the hobbies don't interest me. Oh, a nurse. Does she write prescriptions? Does a nurse write prescriptions? Maybe NECA will know how to read her handwriting anyway. I, I don't think nurses typically write prescriptions. I'm sure they write stuff down, though. So, <laughs> Sure, everybody does. Um, pet peeves, people that cut in line, smacking gum. She'd hate me. When people play games on their phone and don't put the phone on silent. Well, I need to be uh, feeling the experience. Do people do that? 
do you actually do people actually listen to the songs on their game phones their on phone the games? mobile apps <laughs> that's so. insane to me that anyone would not turn off the sound um you know what you know what's missing from wordle a jingle well I, you wouldn't listen to it anyways you just made clear i would if it was wordle but it needs to be like heavy metal Hey, here's a her hero, healthcare mm-hmm. workers. So okay. herself, yeah. Specifically, my coworkers in nursing school, best friends who I relied on for strength and support while I cared for COVID patients during the pandemic. Whew. Uh, yeah, good for. I mean, good for her. I uh, love uh, healthcare workers for sure. Um. But also, I'm kind of looking for, you know, something off the cuff right now. Like, that's good. But also, we've been saying that healthcare providers are heroes for fucking three years now. And I would love for someone to just fess up and say, no, you know who my hero is? It's Pennywise the Clown. <laughs> or, uh, you know who my hero is? The mayor from Jaws. Mm-hmm. Because even when people were telling him to do one thing, he did what he wanted to do. Do you think that people would think you're absolute psychotic if you're like Pennywise the clown? He never <laughs> let emotions get in the way before he <laughs> he took out his enemies. Yeah, he figured <laughs> out what made his his enemies tick and then used that against them. He had no problem killing men, women and children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where the people think you're psychotic when you say that. <laughs> Well, you would have to do the cutthroat. So he had no problem cutting the throats of men, women, and children. Never let emotions get in the way. Always pick the perfect time. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Um, and he hid in the shadows. People never saw him coming. Exactly. And they and they uh, they trusted him. He had a good way of uh, getting people to trust him before he betrayed them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which past survivor will you play? But, the and most? then, but then Mariah would be really afraid of them too. So that that would be good. Oh yeah. Uh, this is a good answer for a survivor player that uh, yeah. should play the most. Like Lindsay, um, Nat- Natalie, mental and physical strength. Sarah, strategic, and Michelle, social. It's weird to me that they cast a woman named Lindsay. That seems very similar. The woman named Lindsay from last season. Not entirely similar. But blonde, white, you know, active, we'll, very we'll fit. We'll see. You know, seems seems to be smart. I have 20 years worth of reasons why I'm going to be the sole survivor. Okay, that's not an answer. Well, she has 22 re- uh, twenty-two years of reason why she wouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got 20 years worth of reasons and you bitch ain't one. Um, okay. All right. Uh, next up. Is that everyone? No. No, uh, Janine a- Zhang. I, we we got to be getting there. Holy shit. This is a long episode. Okay. Janine Zhang. 24 years old. Southampton. South Hamilton, Massachusetts is her hometown, so she's a fire firecracker. Um, as she's from Massachusetts, like uh, Boston Rob and uh, Trish, 
and Brett. So, but she lives in San Francisco, so maybe she's lost her edge. She's 24 years old, so I don't know. Uh, UX designer. What the hell is UX? I'm not sure. UX. Well, you're looking that up. Uh, her pet peeves are being mansplained to and people on their phones while you're hanging out. Well, I wouldn't be on my phone if you'd let me mansplain you. User experience is the process design teams use to create products that provide meaningful and relevant experience to users. I think that's like app design. I'd like to make it clear. I don't actually condone mansplaining. I need someone to mansplain user experience design to me. Well, I, I hope that she gives her backstory video as a tutorial on it. Uh, One of the words to describe her is green. Yeah, so I guess uh, the nuke. Or she's green with envy. Empathetic and witty as well. Her heroes are father. Boring. Boring. My father, the Grinch. Survivor <laughs> that the play the most like, Kim Spradlin. Oh, nice. And, oh, also Andrea. Andrea Belke? Yeah. She wants to... She went, maybe she wants to date Xander. <laughs> um, so why uh, she believes she can win the game, given the evolution of the game, I see the winner as having to sit between multiple trust clusters and have the intuition to know when to rely on which at any given moment. That's interesting. This is definitely a well thought out answer. Seems like she knows the game. She knows what she's talking about. Trust clusters. Green. And I like someone that goes into the game saying, hey, I don't know everything. I know I'm going to like, I know things are going to, I'm going to be learning when I go out there. I'm not going to go out there and act like I know everything. Green is good, even if it conjures images of the green giant. And, uh, you know, even, even, Jigsaw at times was speaking through a green green TV screen. I wouldn't say that Jigsaw was green, but sometimes he looked green. Well, the green the like, you know, there's also you know, the creature from the Black Lagoon is often depicted as green. Frankenstein sometimes green. Shrek. Leprechaun. Yep, Shrek for sure. Shrek is a big green one. Uh, Shrek and the Green Goblin. Um, I, I said earlier the Grinch. Uh, her father is the Grinch. Um, maybe, maybe she's Cindy Lou Who. Um, well, <laughs> next up, I like Janine. By the way, a lot of the Gremlins are green as well. That's right. Yeah, stripe. Uh, Jesse Lopez is next up. A family oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His favorite hobbies are playing chess with his son, dancing with his daughter, and binge watching shows with his wife. Okay, so this is the guy that's in like all the uh, promos for the show right now. That's like, I was in a gang and now I have my PhD. Right. Okay. So, so he's like the first like confessional and all the commercials and stuff 
Sometimes that's an indication that he's going to be a big character. Sometimes it's first out. Yeah. Pet he doesn't peeves. like personalized license plates. Yeah. Personalized, like when it says, um, um, big kahuna. Yeah. Or like daddy Grinch. <laughs> do you drive? Are you, do you have a driver's license? Um, I, I went to driver's ed. I had the G1. I let it expire though. I don't like driving. I feel like if you were to have a car, you would be the type to get a personalized license plate. Oh, yeah. Daddy Grinch. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Big Papa. Cody uh, Wody. Cody Wody. Cody Wody 4. Cody mm-hmm. Wody 5. Yeah. He also hates quitters. He'd hate Nayanka. He I- would hate Nayanka and Purple Kelly. Uh, well, and if the, the, that's that's the the last season, the, the season they were on was the last season with someone with an amputated leg. So I don't know if we're gonna see something like that happen again. Jesse's not gonna be happy. So the accomplishment that he's most proud of is his family that he built. Come on, man. Yeah, but what that's is- good. I mean, if he if he comes, you know, like you got to put it in context with the rest of his life. I guess you know. Sure. Um, he quotes Biggie. I'm sicker than your average. Sicker than your average. His wife is his hero. Okay. Is your wife Mila jo- jo- Jovovich? <laughs> his, uh... I, for some reason, I just want the hero to be a celebrity. <laughs> I, it's not even... I don't want them to be that interesting. I just want them to be an actor or an actress, talk show host, pro wrestler, pro athlete. Even I'd, I'd settle for pro athlete. I think that the, the two of us, if we went on Survivor, we'd have to make our hero something insane. I know, I know. Um, I think. But, well, Pennywise. We've already been well, through that. Yeah, the Grinch. We, we mapped out Pennywise perfectly. Yeah, the Grinch um, steals presents. Yeah, steals presents. Is Doesn't... okay on his own and plots. <laughs> Willing to some... steal the immunity necklace from the other island. Yeah, exactly. He plots as a plan. Um. um... <laughs> Imagine the Grinch. That guy always plots. He always seemed to have a plan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which past survivor will you play the game the most like? I'm basically Spencer or Christian. If they they got jumped into a gang at 15. What? That's as far away from Spencer Christian. But I I see what he's saying. Like he's a strategic kind of nerdy guy, but also has an edge. He's definitely bringing an academic mindset to the game because I've spent more hours thinking about how people vote than Boston Rob and Sandra combined. This is see, this is interesting. Okay. So, and then why he believes he's researched voting behavior for years. I don't care if I'm out there with someone who never missed an episode of Survivor or someone who played three times already. They oh, ain't going to hold a candle to me strategically. He's a political science PhD. That's what his PhD is in political science. Yeah, poli sci. Yeah. Um, 
whenever I hear political science, and this is weird, but the one episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway, where it's where Wayne Newton isn't there, it's Brad. Brad is doing like the 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 song about an audience member, and there's like a woman named Naroshi, and she is in political science. And she he has to sing her a ballad. And he's like, Nero, I'm failing political science. Neuroshi, 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 Neuro. I don't, I just, it gets stuck in my head sometimes. Whenever I hear political science, I think of Brad. And it's like Wayne, not Wayne Newton, Wayne Knight isn't there. For whatever reason, it's just the guy Brad. Anyway, what is this from? Whose line is it anyway? Wayne Knight isn't in. Not Wayne Knight. Newman? Wayne not. Not Newman? Wayne Newman. <laughs> no, not Wayne Newton. Not Wayne Knight. Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Because Wayne Knight is Newman. Yes, I know. I misspoke. Wayne Brady. But isn't you corrected there. your misspoke by saying Newman. <laughs> not Wayne Newton, who is the lounge singer in Vegas, and not Wayne Knight. Wayne Brady. All of them are connected to singing in some way. Um, but Brady, Wayne Brady wasn't there, and that never happened. So it was Brad doing the singing. Right. Yeah. Well. I was I always think about that whenever I hear the word political science. Up next, I, I like this guy, by the way. Jesse, uh, yeah. I like the way he's thinking. I like his Whoa. mindset. Look at this model photo. For Jesse, for Cassidy, her like hair is blowing in the wind. I uh, whoa, whoa, Look whoa, at... whoa, whoa. Yeah, twenty six <laughs> years old. She's from Piano, Texas, or Plano, Texas. Lives in Austin. Maybe, maybe she lives. She's the designer for Joe Rogan's podcast. Maybe I don't know. Um, favorite hobbies: fashion design, most forms of art, thrifting, your grandparents' old clothes. And knickknacks, skating, boxing, and underwater exploring. Hmm. Thrifting, thrifting your grandparents' old clothes. I I, I think wonder if that's her grandfather's sh- shorts. Um, Sorry, what, what were you gonna say? I I uh, I think that Cassidy's gonna win. <laughs> Why? I think she's my favorite. Because that photo blew you away. But her shorts are interesting too. Yeah, no, it's a matching outfit. She's got a bracelet there. It's not even a survivor buff, even. It's um, all part of the same outfit. And thrifting your grandparents' old clothes, and like that's a—is she quoting Macklemore? Yeah, or or she could use that in Survivor, thrifting your grandparents' old clothes, looking for idols in the forest, looking for something to wear. Looking for an idol to use a tribal council to negate all the votes cast against you. And then her hero, she says, I know it sounds cliche, but my but, mom is incredible. Oh, not just incredible. Freaking at, incredible. At least she called it out. Yeah. She said it before we could. Mm-hmm. Kim Spradlin is the survivor she would play most like. She was a low-key assassin. Yeah, well... <laughs> That's not a bad one. She puppeted her alliance through the entire game. 
I don't think Cassidy's going to be able to do that with some of the people in the game right now. I don't think Jesse's going to be Cassidy's puppet. I I think I'm going to have to choose Cassidy first overall. I don't I don't dislike her. I'm just saying I don't think she's going to be able to be the puppeteer. Cassidy like, might be my favorite person to ever play the game. <laughs> what's what's jumping out at you? Why are you why are you so excited? Um it's because of the beautiful words that she speaks. She seems to be spiritual, says something about Mother Earth here. Who's the other one that's going to play spiritually? Oh, that's um, um, the one wearing boxing or boxer shorts. Um, <laughs> Carla. Carla. Okay. <laughs> Why? Carla. Oh my God, I I don't know this cast well enough. Who the hell is Carla? She's wearing the boxer shorts. Oh, Carla, Carla, yes, Carla. Okay, I liked Carla. I don't mind Cassidy either. She's cool, and she's got cool tattoos. Let's see here. Any Pennywise tattoo here? No, it's a it's a a butterfly and a flower. Typical tattoo stuff. Okay, but I like the design on the pants and the thing. Seems like her grandfather was a fashionable guy. Um, well, she's uh thrifting your grandparents' clothes, <laughs> she says. <laughs> um, next up, double J, James Jones. Oh, yeah, James. I like James. He's like a he's the former chess player when mm-hmm. his, his proudest accomplishment is winning the United States Chess Open, largest chess tournament in the USA for his rating bracket when he was 12 playing against grown people. And I won $1,200. That was like a hundred thousand dollars to me at the time. It gave me the confidence that I could do almost anything. Well, you're about to win a million dollars, my man. Whoa. You're all in on James Jones. I picked to win. I like like chess players. He's also expect that from him. He's also Sandra is who he's going to play the most. Like anyone, Sandra's anybody, me. I can be an agent of chaos, wrestle with charm. I am playing to win and not for seventh place. Whoa, not bad, not bad. Who's your hero? My mom. Come on. Okay, not my winner pick anymore. <laughs> All right. I like James Jones. I think we've heard enough. He's, his pet peeve is really bad customer service, which I don't love because customer service representatives are paid minimum wage. Um, so they don't know you shit who you should be. What your real pet peeve should be is large corporations, the plutocracy, the capitalism in general for putting the customer service representatives in a spot where they feel like they want to give you bad customer service because they don't care about the company enough because they treat them like a second class citizen. Can you promise me, Joel, that if you uh, write down the pet peeves for your survivor interview, you write uh, Mickey, Donald and Goofy? (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking hate those guys. (laughs) (laughs) My uh, my uh, my hero is what's his name? Pistol Pete or Furious Pete or whatever that guy's name is. (laughs) Oh, uh, just Pete. It's just Pete. Yeah. You're thinking of uh, Stinky Pete from uh, Toy Story. Oh, Stinky Pete. Yeah, who's Stinky Pete? That's the prospector from Toy Story 2. Oh, okay. 
But what's it's just Pete in the Mickey universe? Yeah, it's just Pete. Like Goofy's neighbor. They need to make a movie about him. Disney's Pete. Well, he was such a big part. You know, you know what my pet peeve is? When you see big, juicy cartoon steaks and they look way better than they ever would in real life. What are you talking about? Steak looks so good in real life. No, but what about the uh, like in uh, the Goofy movie? Uh, I the only food I remember from the Goofy movie is the 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 nice cheese so the Polly Shore the cheese out of a can leaning tower of cheese leaning tower of cheese um yeah anyway yeah I don't know why James didn't write all that that we just said <laughs> well maybe uh, our next guy will Gio Bustamante. Geo, okay. Let's go. Miami, Florida lives in Honolulu. That's there's two Hawaii guys, and they uh, they uh, moved there too. He's a yes. He's a project manager. Adaptable. Okay, three words to describe you: adaptable, hard worker, resilient. Four words. That's four <laughs> words. Many people are saying it. It's four words. It's a horrible deal. Why have you brought up Trump twice in this podcast? And I, I also brought up January 6th, so that's 2.5 times. Um, a horrible deal. Jesus Christ. Hard worker is only is two words. You can't, if you're going to use hard worker. Don't say this around Geo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's proud of his uh, 4.0 GPA. Um, English is his second language. His hero, of that. his hero's his husband. Okay. Everything I have motivates me and encourages me through so much. He's also in the military, so he's a real life hero. And he wants to play a combination of Cochrane and Boston Rob. I'm not as physical as Rob, but I will be as strategic as Cochrane. Then how are you going to be like Rob? I'm hoping that by the end of the season, people will see that I played my own game. Okay. That's an interesting thing to say. I'm hoping that by the end of the season, people will see that I played my own game. I feel like the I'm hoping part. He wants to be his own thing. Yeah, but the I'm hoping part makes me think that he wants to play an under-the-radar game, like that's his plan. And then, like, you know, I uh, there's not enough self-awareness there. I'm hoping... I think that he's he, what he's saying is that he he had to choose someone. So he chose Cochran and Boston Rob. But overall, he's hoping that people see him as a, his own unique game rather than playing. Oh, because like uh, I was picturing like Don next to Cochran being like, I played my own game. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. He's he's saying he's, he wants to be a legend, a survivor legend. Right, right. Geo. We got Cochran. We got BR. Geo. Geo. I wonder if that's short for anything. Probably is. Um, Geo dude from Pokemon. Or Geo Storm starring uh, Gerard Butler. Well, how about this next person? Oh, we're, we're zooming through him at this point. Sorry, Geo, that we didn't spend enough time on you. But Elizabeth. Uh, Ellie. Yep. 
we're gonna be once 31. we do the draft too. We'll be Salt Lake City. Does that mean she's a fucking Mormon? <laughs> I don't think that means that. Favorite hobbies: rock climbing, karaoke at dive bars. Oh, and skiing. Skiing. Clever, perceptive, authentic. Pet peeves. Oh, got a long one for pet peeves. All right, ready? <laughs> really, the only way someone can earn a spot on my bad list is by being inconsiderate or intentionally hurtful to others. Social injustice and discrimination make my blood boil. I will always speak up when I observe it, even if it gets me into trouble. Okay. Okay. I like that. That's good. It's a good pet peeve. It's a good, good pet peeve. We like when we hear something like this. Trump wouldn't like when he heard something like that because he loves social injustice and discrimination that's what he does i don't know why you keep impersonating him throughout this it's a horrible deal excuse me (laughs) no i'm not asking for more (laughs) excuse me her hero is uh her abuelos uh maternal grandparents are my greatest hero because their ability to persevere through adversity it's all the same shit it's all the same shit. Kim Spradlin, they, Kelly Wentworth, Sari Fields, Sarah Lucina, all okay. names we've already heard. Yes. But not all at the same time. No. No, it's a long answer here, but all those very nice. Ooh, cutthroat. The word cutthroat. Why do you believe you can be the soul, well, soul's writer? I will outwit by using my natural social skills and cutthroat strategy, Cody. That's the winner of Cutthroat Island. It's uh, Ellie. And I've seen Cutthroat Island. I've seen the movie with that Rennie Harlan directed. It was a notorious bomb, but I think it was pretty good. <laughs> Last person. Are you ready for this? I like Ellie, though. I like those answers. I like mm-hmm. the people. Sarah Lucina, you always win who, me over. I wonder Cutthroat? what her go-to karaoke at dive bar song is. <laughs> that should be one of the questions on here for everybody. Yeah, what's your go-to? That would actually be exactly what we want. We want to hear celebrities. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so so this is our last chance to fucking um, see someone other than a parent or grandparent or wife or husband in the... Uh, hero category. I'm going to get through the other stuff before I even look at it. I haven't scrolled down yet, so I don't know. Okay. But I do want to say, pet. his name is Dwight Moore. He's 22. He lives in Tennessee. He's a graduate student, skiing, video games, tutoring, teaching. Much like the guy that likes taking and coaching. <laughs> Fitness lessons, he likes tutoring and teaching. And his pet peeves. This is something mm-hmm. I can get behind. Someone making a reference to the office within two seconds of learning his name. There we go. That's the celebrity. No. So why do you get behind that? Is there is there a TV show that people always reference when they hear your name? Um. Well, I mean, if people are going to reference one, it's going to be Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Uh, I don't even know which Sprouse is Cody. Um, not Cole. <laughs> I said I don't know. Well, you'd think that Cole would want to play Cody because of the CO thing. Um, accomplishment that they're most proud of. Sophomore of high school, I decided to take. 
uh, the ACT just to see how I would do on it. And I ended up getting a perfect score. That was great for college admissions and it garnered me attention locally and nationally. Do that. Nationally. I've had parents in Memphis tell me that Trump? they've Being used like, me. Very as good a... job, Dwight. <laughs> no, very stop. Don't. Dwight in the office. Michael was very rude to you. <laughs> Michael should not have done that. And that Jim, you should not have put your stapler in the jello. I, I, I like when Jim did that. I, I, people I did not like this. that. I hate this. What do you want me to do? You want me to do this? Dwight, come on. You got to get it together. You got to get your ACT scores up. I don't know. Come Is on. that Jack Nicholson? No, it's Biden. <laughs> Due to that, that you gotta do this. we're going to do it together. Come on. Why can't I finish reading? This? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Do that. I've had parents in Memphis tell me that they've used me as an example for their kids to show what black people can accomplish academically. It's not the actual score that I'm proud of. It's the idea that hopefully someone felt motivated by seeing black representation in an academic space. That's good. That's nice. That's nice. Um, um, hero parents. Damn it. Fuck. That sucks. Okay. I do want to just know. My dad raised small town Mississippi and is now a doctor with his own practice in Memphis. Hey, that means um, NECA can read his dad's handwriting. Um, and his mom is a registered nurse, much like my mom. What's her face? Mar- Who is the other nurse? Who is the nurse? Is that Mar- No, Lindsay? Was she a nurse? I don't know. Anyway, uh, registered nurse, stay at home mom. They've been able to do so much with their lives despite obstacles. That's that's the fucking thing. That's what everybody loves, the obstacles. And yet, nevertheless, they persevered. Um, no, nevertheless, she persisted. Uh, thus, being able to provide me with so much in my life. Okay, but still, what would be the weird one? Is it Michael Scott? Jim was not very nice to Dwight. We did so, not like why that. are you going back into this? <laughs> um, I like I like how it's not. I like how um his survivor he wants to play the most like is Wendell. Unique answer, Ghost Island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not winners at war, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. You imagine. He's got his ex on the beach. <laughs> I hope my ex ends up being on Wendell. the beach. Come on, Wendell. What are you doing? Patch it up with Michelle. Why not? Come on. We've been through this. Got to patch it up with Michelle. Come on. Get out there. We can do this, folks. Come on, Wendell. What are you doing? I don't know who that sounds like. Biden. <laughs> Folks, we got to get out there. <laughs> We've done it. We've finally gotten through this. It's been like an hour and 40 minutes. Can we wrap it up? Um. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got tribes now. Oh, my God. This was a mistake. Oh, we can get it into next time if you want. But because I don't remember all these people's names <laughs> and it's just pictures. Uh. Yeah. So, I mean. We'll definitely get into this as well because we still have to do our draft for God's yeah. sakes. The draft will be fun because we'll get Ryan and Chris on the on the horn. Maybe they won't want to do it after listening to this. This was fun. Come on. We gotta do this. 
Get it together. Come on, Cody. We got to get Chris and Ryan up in here. Come on. We know we can do it. Come on. <laughs> All right, everyone. I hope, you, I hope you enjoyed it. Let us know who you like. We definitely have our favorites, but uh, the sheer fact that none of them fucking have heroes other than their parents and people they know, I, I don't know what to do. I just, uh, I'm at a loss for words. I wish we could. I wish that, uh, you know, people could be a bit more creative, much like Jonathan. Here's here's mine. Are you ready for it? Yeah. This is my survivor profile. Okay. okay. Cody Crane, age 29. Hometown, Brockville, Ontario. Cur- current residence, Toronto, Ontario. Occupation, actor. Favorite hobbies? Um, uh, podcasting. Mm-hmm. Writing and tickling my friend Joel. Mm-hmm. You do love that. Three words to describe you: big, strong boy. Mm-hmm. And I can even put commas in between, or they go together. Oh shit! We didn't talk about this with Dwight. Strong-willed. That's two words. But anyway, go on. Pet peeves: um, <laughs> Mickey, Goofy, Donald Duck. <laughs> What is the accomplishment I'm most proud of? Uh, making it through this episode without smashing my head into the wall. Mm-hmm. What is something we would never uh, know from looking at me? Um, that uh, this uh, shirt rides up into a crop top. Mm-hmm. Who, who is your hero and why? Uh, uh, I already said it's uh, Pennywise because of the reasons uh, that I stated before, but basically he um, he's cutthroat. He is charismatic. He knows when to attack and he doesn't care if he has to uh, take out man, woman or child. Love it. Which uh, past survivor will you play the most like uh, coach? I'm forming a cult. Why do you believe you can be the sole survivor? Because who else is going to do it, baby? Okay, my turn quickly. Joel Edmiston, age 29, hometown, Oakville, Ontario, current resident, residence, Toronto, Ontario, occupation, actor, comedian, podcaster, delivery driver, personal support worker, writer, (laughs) favorite hobbies, acting. Personal support work. Personal driving. support working. Delivery driving. Writing. <laughs> Comedianing. <laughs> Three words to describe you. Smelly. Dirty. Filthy. Uh, and hardworking. And pet peeves. Um, podcasts that are too short. Uh, <laughs> what's the accomplishment you're most proud of? Uh, one time, an episode of my podcast was over two and a half hours. Uh, what is something you, you will never know from looking at you? Uh, I'm uncircumcised. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who is your hero and why? I would say Chef Boyardee because you always forget about him. And then you open the cupboard and there he is. And he brings a little smile to your face. <laughs> <laughs> Which bat survivor? Will you play the most like Bill Posley? 
No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Dan Fuego from season twelve, uh, because he um was gonna hide the fact that he was an astronaut and then told everyone on his tribe. And, <laughs> and then uh yeah, it didn't make much of an impact in the game. <clears throat> and then um why do you believe you can be the sole survivor? Well, because I think that I can, and most of the things that I think end up coming true. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got two two succinct to the point bios. Future survivor players take note. Mm-hmm. It's not our moms and dads. We love them just fine, but they're gonna be okay when they don't see themselves written down. I like Chef Boyardee. Better than my parents. <laughs> I mean, he created a whole brand. Yeah. When you see his face, you know what to expect. And that's what you want. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a good good uh, night. And we'll see you next week to do our draft. And uh, we'll be pumping out episodes for you all season. Um, hopefully we have some good guests and, you know, have some good discussions along the way, but every week we will watch the show and then we will record an episode and one week in October, we will watch Hubie Halloween. Have we ever had bad guests? Chili. (laughs) 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 And, uh, yeah, and then there'll be one episode about Hubie Halloween in October. Oh. <laughs> Hube 3 Halloween. I forgot how stressful this podcast was to me. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to get make this our longest episode. Bye, everyone. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and follow us on social media. See you later, everybody. Thank you.